Good whatever, everybody. It's time for another edition of the Jaded Eye Film Reviews Podcast. Voila! In view, a humble vaudevillian veteran, cast vicariously as both victim and villain by the vicissitudes of fate. It's the Jaded Eye Film Reviews Podcast. Good one ever, Jim. Merry Christmas. Alex. Merry Christmas. It's our Christmas Jim. special. Hooray! What a special <laughs> treat we have today. It's not a new film, but first, as a clue to the film we have seen, <laughs> which is the prequel... Or the original, I should say. So this is a film. sequel to our previous podcast. No, this is a sequel podcast, but based <laughs> on a previous a film previous. Those, those who've listened to regularly will know that previously we saw... Can you remember what it was called? The Iron Hand? The Iron, the Iron Mask? Mask. The Iron Journey Mask. to China. Midway through which mm. we discovered was a sequel. <laughs> to a film called... <laughs> Forbidden Kingdom. Uh, yes, or in America, Forbidden Empire, or in Russia, V. V. Forbidden Empire. It's correct name. Or just V. So, um, with the continued death of cinema as we know it, and yeah. a list of new releases that included only two Bruce Willis action thrillers. Yeah, uh, tangentially related to Bruce Willis. And I quite a lot of old films we have yet to see or have seen already, or aren't that bothered about seeing, or are unwilling to pay the price to see. Yeah. <laughs> We, we thought, left what's, with... some, what's something that's going to surprise us? That something that you know isn't going to be boring. Isn't going to be another <laughs> another film where Bruce Willis has shown up for one day to take his million dollars and doesn't care. <laughs> you know, since he's at the Steven Seagal stage of his career, apparently. Something that very mysteriously was at the top of your recommendation. List. <laughs> yeah, it's not that mysterious. <laughs> what is, is that? It? What's going on? Because with I'm this? the only person that's watched the other. Like the the sequel to it, <laughs> or presumably I'm the only person that's watched the sequel and not the original. <laughs> You're the only person who didn't switch the sequel off halfway through. Oh, halfway! Is that what it was? I think most people will not have reached halfway. <laughs> Come um, on, there was quality Jackie Chan and uh, Schwarzenegger. It, 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 was, it was very low quality Jackie Chan, but he was in it. Sadly, that's true. Going to take these days, but you're trying to get away from the fact that. Yeah, I have no idea. Where oh, that come comes on, from. come on. What, what was it again? I'll remind you that the. What are you, a humble vaudevillian veteran, cast vicariously as both victim and villain by the vicissitudes of fate? I'll remind you that this film was originally called V. As in you. Is in that Russian. V for Vendetta? It is V for Vendetta. You know, the worst thing is my next guess was Doolittle. <laughs> it's, it, I could yeah. hear that in uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s wayward Scottish. Oh, was he Welsh? Yes, he was supposed to be Welsh. <laughs> yeah. Because because apparently the character was. And, the film know. the film that nearly ended the world, as I believe. <laughs> yeah, may, may in fact have. Uh, so yes, correct. That's right, because V <laughs> is the name of this film originally in Russia, which, I mean... Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. And also means you, uh, the third person plural uh, form which other languages have. But <clears> anyway, <throat> it's sort of tangentially based off a... Short story by Gogol. You're now oh. stalling so that you don't have to give us a plot synopsis of this film. Well, I mean, we should start by saying we didn't uh, have any trailers, obviously. I did watch a trailer for something called Switched, which is a body swap comedy between two identical um, 20-something Americans parading as high school girls. Yep. You immediately vetoed that as a choice. It's just, it's a very bad example because you're essentially swapping like for like. And there are lots of reasons why I don't think anyone should ever watch 
that based on the trailer alone. So we're going to have to dive right into this insanity. Um, <laughs> do we recommend that people listen to the first podcast about the sequel? We need the hits. Before? Yeah. Before they listen to this one? Because, I mean, I, I, amazingly, it's, it's our amazingly fault we've done there them. was some continuity. It's our fault we've done them in the wrong order. Sure. We, we can't blame the audience So, so listen to this one first? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> we open with Charles Dance. You heard me. And he is... Uh, About the only continuity between the two films. Uh, no, that's no. No, because I mean, he's not. Continu- the... He's not a continuity, is he? No, he breaks <laughs> continuity specifically. Um, so he is a Lord Butler. Is it Lord Butler? Lord Dudley. Lord Dudley. A Lord Dudley is the credits. Uh, tell us on more than one occasion, which we assume is a translation error. He's just a Lord Dudley. Um, not a Lord, comma, Dudley, or the Lord Dudley, but a Lord Dudley, he's, one of the Lords. He's Dudleys. the Lord of England, isn't he? I mean, sure. That's, that's all the backstory he's, got, he's given. He's, he's leading footmen through his house so that they can all have a look at his naked daughter in bed with Jason Fleming, who is a penniless cartographer geographer. An 18th century cartographer. Yeah. You're all right with the times, Craig. And he has invented. A machine maps? No, he's invented a machine that will help him map things more right. accurately. That's the big he's wheel in, thing. He's that, invented that wheel that yeah. clicks every time you go a mile, except it's on the back of the most miraculously self-driven horse and cart. That's right. That he really should be famous for. Yeah, he invented that. It, yeah, given given that I he's mean, also you know, this invented. This is like what a hundred years before the Model T four. <laughs> this is right. pretty advanced stuff. He's got a horse-drawn carriage that he can pilot single-handedly <clears throat> from within. Yep. Which, as you say, with a would speed have, gauge would have been quite revolutionary with a, with a yeah with a horse speed <laughs> speedometer. How does that work? Uh, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, the fastest speed on it is upside down horse. <laughs> so, what? We're, one of the better. It was an one of the better intentional gags in the sure, film. I yeah, would say that was deliberate, and it was actually. You're funny. right. I think this is a speed indicator, not yeah. a speed controller. Not a speed controller. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so he's off. Uh, he 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 pays. He runs off, away from Charles Dance. Pays off the maid though. Yes. Like they're keen to show him tossing her, which suggests that he's basically paying the maid. For access to have sex with the Lord's daughter. She loves him and he runs away. Which one, the maid or the Lord's daughter? I think both. Right. I think both. Good. Yeah, but mostly the Lord's daughter, so she's in love with and him. And he's very penniless in that incredibly rich sort yeah. of way, in that he can afford to still throw gold coins at people. <laughs> I think that was and his last eat toy. like a Lord. Because he did say that he'd basically spent all his money inventing <clears throat> this thing. And then was just buggering off around the world to 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 map the world. Is he a metaphor maybe? for the producers of this film? <laughs> Only if at the end of the film he'd been the one to walk away with the thousand gold coins. Right. Okay. Um, and then <laughs> now is that the start, or do we start with the crazy ritual of the Ukrainian? No, ladies? I'm pretty sure they were on the road before the right, crazy okay. ritual. Then we cut to. A, an, a, a, a ritual of the Ukrainian women where they float a wreath with a candle in it on the water and if yes. if a man picks up that wreath, he is their destiny. Exactly. And they will marry him. Pretty straightforward system. Sure, absolutely. I mean, Fair. no easy way to figure out whose wreath is whose and also there didn't seem to be any young men there to you know, in the village in its entirety. The, the, the wreaths, well that's <laughs> true as well, yeah. But I mean, certainly none at the lakeside. 
Well, maybe they're like, you know, a, a mile downstream. Maybe, maybe. And then it just floats that way. I mean, spoiler alert, there were at least eventually two of them there. <laughs> Although one of them... Are you, going, I... are you going spoilers free on this plot? I mean, I'm going to have to because I don't know what it would be a spoiler <laughs> or not. I can't understand what the hell was going on with it. So Jason Fleming is... All right, so Cars on the Table. Does this film make more or less sense than The Iron Fist? I think... The Iron Face. I think this makes less sense than The Thank you, thank you. So you're... Because we were quite rude about how little sense The Iron Fist made. Yeah, it was insane. But but all it was was, like, unbelievably cosmic coincidence for the most part. Like, it would never happen, but if it did happen, then it logically A followed B, you know? Cause, like... Really? Effect didn't even follow cause in this film. It was in... I I mean, there's an argument to make this is equally incoherent. There were just less Hollywood stars giving exposition. Yes, definitely. And it was hard to understand, because uh, as with most of the other film, it had been completely overdubbed. Like all of the dialogue is in ADR in this film, yep. pretty much. Uh, most of it is very clearly not delivered in English, <laughs> at least the first time round, and possibly the second time round on some occasions. Um, and so, th- one of these Ukrainian women. And I'm pretty sure some scenes they just didn't even bother dubbing over. <laughs> there seems to be at least two or three scenes where characters had different voices and just spoke so gruffly and incoherently that <laughs> it may well tell. have still yeah. been in the original Russian. I'm yeah. not sure. And. Um, so the, the crux of the film, right? Sorry, the, this, you were you this... were at the ritual of the lake. Yeah. So so the whole the main crux of this film is whilst doing this ritual, a young girl of this Ukrainian village uh, sees another girl who looks like she's been drowned and sc- screams and is then killed by a nine horned goat-headed demon monster but she's not dead she's just nearly dead and she says to her father as her last words bring this guy called homer to come and not pray the, not the, not simpson no but i mean yeah it's never expressly <laughs> explained that he isn't both um come, g- get this him to can't pray afford the licensing rights <laughs> no, to homer simpson. that's why they don't give him a surname Sorry, um, carry on. Yeah, c- get him to pray at my grave for three days. Three nights? Three nights. Technically right. Which her father, who is a guy who has 1,000 gold pieces for every transaction in his life... <laughs> Seems to be the elder of the village, the yes, aristocracy of this small start. Yes. Ukrainian village. Given that it seems to be determined by who has 1,000 gold pieces, yes. Yeah. But given that he gives them away for everything he gets done... It's sure. tr- well, hey, look, you know, communism, man. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so he can't be your remote default <laughs> answer to everything. So he gets don't don't take the low hanging fruit, Alex. Come on. <laughs> so he gets this guy Homer, who happens to be in the village already because he's a student at the seminary, <clears throat> and he does Which... go and pray. But then witchy shit happens, where the corpse comes alive and tries to kill him. And... He becomes the exorcist. Yeah, shades and very much uh, overtones of the kind of Evil Dead 2 sort of stuff. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, especially a lot of the stop Slightly motion. ropier special effects than yep. Evil Dead 2. Yeah, amazingly, yeah, somehow. Um, <laughs> and I'm not clear how much of that is true or real, because by the end, our main character is saying, no, it was all in their heads. And but I don't know how it? much... Yeah, well... Uh, 
I think we're supposed to. I mean, the sequel it. makes it very clear that it was not. Yeah, the sequel definitely <laughs> because of the introduction magic. of a key character from the first film. I mean, we're supposed to assume that's the same character. It's it's a very different looking <laughs> character. I don't know. Maybe it's like a Gremlins chrysalis in reverse, maybe, where he gets maybe. cuter by hibernating or something. But yeah, it it's again throughout there are these horrific it's things incoherent. that It's bonkers. It's it skips it's all over the It's kind of like staring into the abyss. Yeah, it does not. Doesn't it remind you of one of those Lovecraftian stories where <clears> people <throat> see something and then they go completely insane? Did that happen after the first sort of half hour of this film, and <laughs> we've been completely unable to form coherent thoughts for the rest of it? It doesn't even. Are we cursed? To... Well, yeah. I mean, yes. That <laughs> But we were already. <laughs> twenty twenty was going so well until we got <laughs> cursed, and it, it skips around in time. It cuts back to the possible it has lots framing of device. Yeah, flashbacks and framing devices that are incle- unclear whether they're still flashbacks <laughs> yeah, or not, or whether they're taking place at the same time, or whether a bunch of this stuff. Certainly, some of it happened a year ago. I mean, but, I thought some of that was supposed to be the <gasps> shock time reveal kind of right. You know. Mimicking <laughs> Westworld sort of thing. Look multiple times at frames, which you didn't realise. <laughs> I mean, those are very popular in TV these days. Maybe this is the film that this spawned is, it This all. is where they all secretly. Yeah. Jonathan make... Nolan is uh, <laughs> as famous as Chris Nolan is for ripping off Donald Duck uh, comics. Jonathan Nolan actually got all of his inspiration yeah. from a 2014. Yeah, I've not heard that. You'll have to explain oh. the Donald Duck rip. Oh, it's a deep internet rabbit hole that basically. Right. All of Chris Nolan's well, we remember, original ideas. We've had no trailers, so away you go. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, all of Christopher Nolan's original ideas can weirdly be traced back to Donald Duck comics of the seventies. Really? Yeah, even, even Batman. Um, parts of it, yeah, like the Dark Knight Rises courtroom scene and things like that. There are weirdly overlapping bits in the comics. Right. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's, um, this sounds like one of these where everyone definitely remembers this comic, but it doesn't exist. It's a, it's Is a this like crazy the, the internet, Sinbad movie? It's a crazy internet uh, conspiracy theory that I'm sure doesn't hold any weight. Um, but the Inception one is particularly <laughs> telling. Uh, anyway. I'm anyway. looking forward to doing some research on this. This sounds more interesting than the film we've seen today. The internet can tell you more. So, so bad, and, bad, and always truthfully. Bad, yes, of course. Bad <laughs> Fully stuff accurately. Is, so bad, bad stuff is happening in this Ukrainian village. Interesting bad stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. But then our you know, crazy hero, like twig monsters and floating women and ghosts. Yeah, we don't know why they're there. Dead stuff we don't know if around. they even really exist or not. Well, but I mean, they happen in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. If you take the movie at face value, then it's all like it's all happening. But then they decide to throw shade on it at the end. Right, and say nonsense. No, yeah, that probably wasn't true. Now I suspect after what happens to him in the sequel. Jason Fleming is probably thinking back and going, actually, now you mention it, now, maybe. I think about it, I've got massive PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> and I just pretended that didn't Does that happen, explain his I'm, acting style? Well, but then remember, well, English gentlemen of the 18th century would have just, you know, brushed it off. There's, true, no, yeah. there's no such thing ah, as PTSD. Ah, about that. Silly nonsense, honestly. I'm a man of science. Yes, I've nonsense. got a map to make and a thousand coins to earn. <laughs> 
There is again this 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 continuity from the second film where regardless of how horrible the task is, it's like no no, I've been paid, I'm going to do it. I've discovered that I've been double crossed several times, but uh, I said I would do it, so away I go to risk my neck for someone who was lying to me and money that may not. Off exist. I go with my spectacular magical homing pigeons. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're the most fantastical thing that I that exists in this film. The way our two characters just set off these homing pigeons with a guy who's just exploring the continent. And they, yeah, they, <laughs> they find, him. find him. Like, why couldn't you do the mapping by homing pigeon? They seem to know everywhere. <laughs> that, that this guy. So he's going through the countryside. He's, what, run out of money and food and going nuts. He's first fast asleep, by the look of it. Yeah, and and two other people Comes from across the seminary. Two, two, that's right, two more trainee monks who have so much food and drink on them. Yeah, and they're also trying to steal his... Awesome. Was that before oh. and after he got attacked by the magical mystery fog wolves? No, that was before because they jumped out of his Said, thing. don't go anywhere near the yes. evil village, the cursed village. Yes, they said, uh, if you're looking for somewhere to stay, there's a cursed village. He said, I'm going to go to Moscow. And they said, or some, did he say Moscow? I don't know. No, he said, is there a city nearby? Oh, yeah. And they said, no, we're from a city that's quite a long way away. <coughs> there yeah. is a village nearby, however it is cursed. Yes, that's right. Because goes, they went there. That sounds bad. And they go, the village has free yogurt. He goes, oh, that's <laughs> oh, good. That's good. <laughs> um, yeah, he is just Homer Simpson now. That's... <laughs> because they'd gone there a year before with a third member and he'd been killed by a witch or scared that's, that's by a witch. That's what they claimed. Yeah. Which we he don't, disappeared. Which definitely he doesn't def- end he up dis- disappeared. True. But he also never, that guy never bothers to go back and set the story straight. <laughs> He decides to hide for a year, possibly? Come on, you're venturing deep into spoilers now. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Well, are you? Do you understand what you're... (laughs) I don't know. So they say, yeah, but don't go there. If you're going to go there, we're out. They jump out of the carriage and he gets assaulted by smoke wolves. Yes. Which presumably also not real. Oh, sure. Yeah, they had one wolf model with... For some reason, half of its skin missing on its yeah, side. Yeah, just to show saw. it wasn't definitely not a real wolf. Definitely, it was absolutely a, a zombie sco- yeah. smoke wolf. Yeah. Smoke the you know wolf. disappearing into the mist wasn't enough to be sure. And then he has a like a six chamber. It was a bit gun. Van Helsing, wasn't yeah. it? And you thought again, there's there's something he would have been much better known for. Yeah, and have, <clears> should <throat> probably have kept with him. Yeah, true. That mysteriously vanished. That's true. He could have done with a gun. At very many occasions throughout this film. <laughs> so then he blunt because of that, because of the smoke wolves, which again presumably never existed. Uh, oh, they he, definitely existed. Right. Okay. His slightly destroyed um, self-driving thing blunders into the Ukrainian village, uh, in the in, middle of which is the priest. In the in the midst of the priest's weekly, in the priest's weekly service. Yes. Expounding the virtues of not. Satan, basically. Yeah, uh-huh. Satan During bad. a very impressive CGI light show, I seem to remember. Somehow he was conjuring demons and yes. monsters to Horrific scare the visions. local villagers. But those are revealed, I think, to be projections. No, they're not. You see, I think that was attempted and then seems to have been cut from the final version. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> right. we saw, they like, saw them. We definitely saw demons and monsters yeah. of quite, you know, yeah. impressive. And we definitely saw him messing around with some kind of device and saying, For oh, don't touch images. this projector yeah. device. And then nothing. And then at the end, there was no, there was no demons or monsters projected. There was no magical moment where they didn't appear. And he went, "Oh no, someone's broken my projector." They just immediately moved on. I think there's a bit missing, but I think the ending you're supposed to assume that that technology was what he used at the end. But that was rubbish. 
Well, that was like shadow puppets and. Ah, uh, yeah, but remember, also, it was all a collective hallucination. So I, th- I genuinely think that the story is being told by Lord Dudley reading the letters, and what we're <laughs> seeing. What? Senile. No, no, no. What we're seeing, like he's written down, oh, and they saw, I mean, let's ignore the fact that obviously the letters talk about things that he couldn't possibly have seen because he wasn't there at that time. Right. Yeah. But I think he's saying like, oh, and then they saw horrific visions of demons. So what we're seeing is his imagination of these horrific visions of demons, whereas the reality would have been something projected onto All the of which makes sense apart from the demon. Right. Which is Why? not a projection because it's in the sequel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> sure. It, can't have been if continuity exists. Right. Yeah. But then... And also the ending. The, the post credit scene. Can you believe this yes, film got a post credit right? scene? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was only after two credits. We yeah, did, we, we didn't, there may have been five or six more, but we gave up at that point. We didn't sit through 20 minutes of credits. You've yeah, forgotten that, haven't you? It's, it's, tr- it's true, actually. <laughs> their specific stated point at which they go, but, I mean, none of it happened... They particularly disprove. No, I took that to be the whole kind of, again, the whole Lovecraftian myth, that if he accepts this is true, he'll go mad. <laughs> so his only way with dealing with it is to go, no, no, it's none of it going, happened. No, it, was, no, no, no. it was all smoke and mirrors. Yeah, so I nonsense. think there's supposed to be like three right. levels of it. There's right. your conspiracy, there's your second conspiracy, which is the true story, and then you've got the nutty Lovecraftian gotcha. stuff. I see. Which yeah, is, yeah. To, I think is probably supposed to be real. Yeah, because hell, there's some kind of magic opium-making dragon in the sequel. Yes, that's true. So I think that, I think that's the idea. It's the level beneath that they then can shrug off as, oh, it was all part of the conspiracy. Because if it wasn't, I'm going mad. Wow. Okay. All Did right. Did you not get that? I no. I okay, thought they fine. made very bad mistakes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only some way of that stuff sense. was really good. Some of it. Yeah. There's a great I mean... sequence in the middle which was. Somehow recreated for the sequel. Yeah, yeah, and made, briefly. And made to look worse in yeah. the sequel. Of where Jason is guest of honour at some kind of feast. At the blacksmith's house, I believe, and while they're all, repairing his horse coach. Right, yes. And all, all the food sense. is cursed and turns the locals into demons. Yes. And Fleming has to hide from like people who are suddenly sprouting extra limbs and like heads are growing out of people's mouths and another guy's head falls off and he just carries it around. I mean, some lovely effects in all they, of that. They really were in, in that And all of that <laughs> culminates to a great sort of Lovecraftian beast at the end. Yeah. But none of that ties into anything else before or after. No. no and they try Jason to Jason doesn't it. have a lot of... Refer- does barely even references after that point. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, the people that turned into horrific demons... They're all back. They're, they're all fine yeah. in the morning. They're slightly dusty for which a bit. Make, which makes you think it was supposed to be his hallucination because mm. he's drunk too much of the strong local plonk. Yes. Which, uh, as, as uh, uh, the name comes from the Ukrainian word for to burn, by the way. But there you go. <laughs> Um, which well, Jason, Jason Fleming's vodka. name? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Flaming. Yeah. So that's that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Fair enough. Um, so he's in the village, and and uh, why does he? What's he involved in? Anything? What? Who? I don't know. Jason. <laughs> so what? What is the? This actual, makes thrilling viewing. What is the actual story at this point, though? Are they saying? So at this point, what's the problem the village is having? There isn't one, is there? A, is They're being haunted by the demon V, who's killed somebody before, and is the priest tells them right. is out there and about in the marshes, being all evil, isn't he? Yeah, but he's not, though, is he? He's not actually. <laughs> well, he might be. The, the peasants don't know. I mean, you know, this is the village again. 
Yeah. So, but for all the peasants know, just like five miles down the road is Moscow, with a full, fully functioning tram system and telephones and electricity. But... So is it? So, but but does Jason Fleming get hired to make a map of the area by the guy who gives out a thousand gold pieces because he wanted him to figure out what happened to his daughter? Yes, I believe right. that is the explanation at the end. If we are continuing our fault, I mean, we haven't had a proper spoiler warning, but I, yeah, I don't know if any of it is or not. I, I don't know. <laughs> Um, and then there's yes, something I believe they ask him to as a, as a world famous cartographer yes he must be Sherlock out. Holmes therefore well, then, he can solve the mystery of why my daughter died I mean he, he because nobody in the village will go near the church where she was been because it's interred, cursed because yeah. it's a cursed yeah which it may or may not be cursed which it, it might be or that might have been made up by people who are covering up the fact that they stole the money that was to mm. be paid to the guy who was Even supposed to pray over her. in a year's time it has completely overgrown with weeds and yeah. trees and stuff that no way could happen naturally without some kind of supernatural influence. Yes. <coughs> Good, gotcha. And, <coughs> and they say with that so all, all, all women are witches. They're very clear on yeah. that on several occasions. And as I said during the film, it would be sexist if it didn't actually turn out to be true. <laughs> but at did pretty it? much every point this in is the this problem. film. When you've got a film, you can have a film with an unreliable narrator. Yeah. Or you can have a confusing, complicated film. <laughs> when you put when both... You've got both. <laughs> I feel like there's issues afoot with yeah. understandability. It, I mean, yeah, it's now, true. Now, according to my internet device, this film took seven years to make. Wow, okay. So, I mean, there must be... Do you think there's reams of stuff that got cut out to make it to a certain length? Do you think they'd only get paid if it? What a were they going for, on? though? What was the story supposed to be, right? Well, to me, it was a, it, it was going for Lovecraftian horror, and right. things were elements right. of that that worked really well. You know, it's the enlightened and in inverted commas Westerner turns up in this strange backward village. If this was, you know, rural New England rather yeah. than Ukraine, you yeah. could absolutely follow that story. If that was Cthulhu well, yeah. underneath the underneath the you know the church, sending everyone mad, it's definitely got those elements. The problem is everyone's insane from start to finish, rather yeah. than someone <laughs> gradually going insane as they and, learn about these things. And the core reason behind it, and, and you can for definitely it, have that whole swaps around. Yeah, and you can definitely have that whole. There is a scary thing going on, and then there's you know discovered that it's just people yeah, sure. and then you've got the stuff on top of that that feels quite Lovecraftian as well to have several layers of it there yeah but it's never clear from this which bit each but I'm not sure they decided did. I suspect no. the finish well, maybe that's the point right maybe we don't know maybe that's the crazy experience of it is he doesn't know how much of this was true or not or maybe the finished film made it very explicit mm. and the whoever bought it went oh no 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 we're not ending it like that <laughs> just chop it around I've, I've got to keep some stuff for the sequel Oh, so is it nice. better or worse than the the iron skillet? Uh, it's it's tough because I feel... the action is much worse. Yeah, the action is much There's worse. Definitely better action because there was a lot more money in the sequel. Yeah, you were telling yeah. me this one apparently made all the money. Yeah, um, it definitely lacks for entertaining star power, whereas yes. the first one had like fun characters. You know, obviously we talked about Arnie and we talked about Jackie Chan. Those yeah. two were good fun. But I mean, even the guy playing was it Peter the Great? Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was surprisingly a entertaining. Uh, you know, Rutger Howe was in it. Yes, of course. Yeah. There's nobody. The only person who really stands out this, I guess, is the priest, doing his best kind of. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a bit of Rasputin-y yeah. kind of. I mean, that's figure. very Lovecraftian as well, isn't yeah, it? That, yeah, yeah, I think so. But I don't think any of. I mean, 
the rest of the villagers really blur together. They, I mean, it doesn't help that every single person has the same moustache and off-centre parting Yeah, the character design was very weird. I assume very traditional Slavic, mm. but almost impossible to tell people apart as they shared the same clothes... Like you say, the same insane facial hair, the yeah. same weird, mostly Everything was shot often with... in like a, a blue tinge, yeah, yeah. some kind of filter on it. And there was definitely a couple of scenes where a couple of characters met and because the blue tinge meant you couldn't see the hair colour, yeah. you were instantly lost as to which was which. And I think they were possibly brothers. <laughs> I don't know. There was, I, mm, yeah. This had some lovely sets in it. You know, the design of the church up on the mountain looked really good. That was good. In the views, yeah. but then you know, so the sequel had all, some nice stuff in the chi- in China and their yeah. interesting version of London with a Greek port. <laughs> that was insane. I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> and, and, that and that ladder in the um, Tower of London that you climbed and you could get out. Yeah. I think well, we I think it's so much uh, more uh, fun. That's historically accurate. Sorry. <laughs> If you could climb the ladder out of the Tower of London, you got to go free. <laughs> right, because they had the same system in Alcatraz. <laughs> um, I really did rate the CG at times in this. Uh, you know, some of those monster effects were really creepy and good. In the in the craziest kind of 80s, you know, uh, again, kind of Gremlins to sort of throw everything at the screen. Way, yes. But yeah. if they'd have the technology of today. So. And the CGI was good in places. Yeah. I mean, for some reason, they can't do a CGI pigeon. For... <laughs> it looked like a clockwork pigeon. It Maybe like that's how it knew where to go. Pigeon. Yeah. That would have a... made so much more sense if it was a clockwork <laughs> pigeon that just but... homed onto like a magnetic signal yeah, inside yeah. of the coach. And then at the end, Charles Dance shot it down. <laughs> Because <laughs> he started reading the letters. <clears throat> oh my god! Um, uh, it, mm. I liked the horror elements to this. I thought they were fun, but I think this was this was incoherent in a f- in too confusing a way. Yeah. In that there were so many different threads that didn't make sense. There wasn't enough for you to just lie back and say, "Well, I'm just going to go with it." Yeah. Whereas the sequel, you could sit there and go, "I don't really know why they're going here." But now they're going. Now it's they're on a pirate ship. Yeah. And now they're in the Far East, and now they're fighting Terminators. You know, we can just more fun things that happen. Whereas creepy, weird stuff doesn't make any sense. No explanation. I don't know. Yeah, there was no. There was in the in the sequel. Like every time they did stuff, you would be like, I mean, I don't understand why they felt they had to do this. But now that you're doing it, I know what you're doing, and I know why you're trying to do it. You shouldn't I, be trying. I know, I know what you're doing. I don't know why you're doing well, it. Well, no, because it'd be like, oh, you know, you, they've got to defeat them in order to get there. And, yeah, yeah, you're right. Most of the time you didn't know why they were doing it either. <laughs> but you knew, <clears> but <throat> what they were doing was fun. Yeah. and, and it was silly. Yeah. yeah. And you could understand what urgency, they were doing. Whereas this, there wasn't a lot actually happened. Obviously, the budget, no. budget was vault. But, yeah, I don't think it was as good. No, I think you're probably right. Yeah, the tragedy being that the sequel did... Uh, a lot less I mean, business. I was trying to think, can you think of any two films quite so divergent in a series? I mean, we're, we're talking Alien and Aliens, aren't we? In terms of yeah. just how significantly different one from two is. Um, Maybe like Batman Returns into Batman Forever? <laughs> <laughs> well, that is... Um, Springs to mind. Oh, Where I else mean, would you go? It, it, Indie, it, one and two? Uh, you know, it's it's... The more extreme example would be Halloween 3. <laughs> oh, because Mike Myers isn't in it. Or yeah, because it's right. nothing to do with the first two films. It literally only shares the <laughs> title. They're like, ah, something new, it's scary, who cares? Yeah, but isn't that the kind of thing where they wrote a different film and then stuck the 
yeah, I think Halloween so. or something. I, think so. uh, no, I mean, that's true of one of the diehards, isn't it? It was a completely different. The first, yeah, the uh, <laughs> second one wasn't a diehard film. They just, but I think both of them actually. Who knows? But yeah, I, in terms else. of one and oh, two, sorry, no, two and three were different films that they just slapped diehard onto. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, it not with you know the same cast where it's fundamentally just different. <laughs> it's. And such weird things that they did decide to hold, as you say, continuity. Yeah, yeah. like that break continuity in, in, in a couple of cases. <laughs> um, but amazingly, amazingly, the final-ish shot of the film sets up the sequel. Of the main film, the post-credits yeah, 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 sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, 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 not in the credits. It's no. even baffling. Unless there was more, we have to say. <laughs> yeah, there might be. Journalistic integrity back. and all. I'm not going back. Um, so we've had quite a run since the cinema's closed. Oh, actually... <laughs> You know, Tenant, these Vionet sequel and Rogue. Mm. Where, where, where can you place them? I mean, because I mean, we've seen basically we've seen a lot of trash cinema, haven't we? Well, if you look at things that I think I would one day like which, to watch again, which of the four made the most sense? Because I've got to say, probably Rogue. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Rogue was a, Rogue was the the, the, the tightest story. <laughs> Let us say. <laughs> Isn't it a shame we don't do our end of year awards anymore? <laughs> How good this, would this that year be? would be carnage. <laughs> That's true. Uh... <laughs> Best performance. Jason Fleming. <laughs> Fleming in what? In two, but not one. Arnie. Arnie in the second one. It doesn't. The CGI Tiger. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting you off topic. Did you, did you have a point to make on Vi? Because we are clearly no, feeling it. No, I don't. Uh, I don't get this one. Is uh, like I would actually say there is the the scene that they that was so good. They also included it in the sequel, which, yeah. if I'm honest, is pretty much the entire reason why I wanted to watch the first <laughs> one. Delivered. Is still the only thing yeah. worth watching that that actually gives you something. I'm, I think you'd be. I think I'm genuinely surprised. I enjoyed the second one more than the first one. Yeah, because the premise of the first one sounds like it should be so much more fun. Yeah, and I just don't think it goes enough. It doesn't get enough campy horror. Yeah. There aren't enough cliched characters in there. There's just no personality to anybody in the film. That's true. They're, ba- like they're say, badly missing bit... some larger than life sub characters. <laughs> that they you know. that they went to, you know, reel overboard on the next No, one. yes, that's very true. But you you know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Just everyone is just so lifeless. Yeah. Yes, and uh, and also um the characters aren't like you say, they're not really that distinct from each other in terms of what they're Goals and aims and objectives are. Or their look, or their, or their look, voice. Or, yeah. So, I would actually say, don't be tempted by that one scene, which was very cool, but the whole rest of the film is not worth it for that. Um, and sl- like maybe pause that scene when it comes up in the second film. And if you've got to watch one of these two, and I promise you don't, you don't have to. <laughs> Whatever they tell you, you do not have to. But if you've got to watch one of them, I would have to go with the sequel. It, it, you know, you don't need to have seen the first one. You, do, you Every, don't. Everything you needed from the first one was in that flashback scene. It's true. It makes as much sense as it's gonna. <laughs> with nothing. So yeah, yeah. I guess that's Merry Christmas. Don't watch. It's B. been quite a year, hasn't it? <laughs> But you know, we're still standing. We're still going. If we cinemas what... still exist, we'll we'll still get some more in 2021 maybe do we know what we're going to go and see next time right? well I'm really hoping that uh, Wonder Woman will actually come out at Christmas 
Because at the moment, its release day is the 25th of December, isn't it? Which is insane. <laughs> but if it does, by golly, I'll be turning up to, to, to watch it. If not, I think I've found our next film. Oh. Uh, this is one of the one of our actresses in today's film, whose name I won't even begin to try and pronounce. Okay. Do you want to have a shot? I don't know. Since you're so good with <laughs> names. Uh, that's, it's very blurry. Oh, there we go. Agnia Ditkovsky. Ditkovsky. What? <laughs> Ditkovskitia, I guess. Well, anyway, I was looking up, and apparently in 2017 she was in a film called Tianse Niasmiet, Dance to Death. Oh! This is our premise. This is going to be so good. Moscow, 2070s. There we go. Tianse Niasmiet. Oh, yeah. In a sealed bunker in the post-apocalyptic ruins of Moscow, young people struggle against each other in a deadly dancing tournament. Okay. Only right. the winner will live. Oh no! I mean, come on! Wow, it's a it's a weirdly non-violent Hunger Games, <laughs> apart from that they kill them. How odd! That's Tansina Smirt. That would yeah. be the one. So wow. this this is it, cinemas. If you refuse to open, that, <laughs> that's, that's our next film. That's our threat. <laughs> Your move, cinemas. <laughs> we'll watch. Young people dancing to death in a post-apocalyptic Moscow. We'll do it, goddamn you. <laughs> Are we going to pivot to becoming a Russian film podcast? <laughs> Is that the answer? I mean, I mean, fertile ground, you know. <laughs> Whatever happened to that Guardians film that was supposed to be the Russian Avengers that had oh, like I don't know. seven million budget and they reckoned was going to be amazing? So. Well, well, that's we'll need something for February. We will. <laughs> we will. Boy, howdy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah... Um, you know, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Stay safe and all. Stay safe. We will return with uh, more of this. <laughs> At least try and sound positive about it. <laughs> we'll return <laughs> with more of this. <laughs>